Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the second episode of The Morning Bowl, your favorite serial-based podcast that does not tell the story of the investigation of a horrific murder. And that's right, we're going to do that every time. Same joke uh, about the same podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Joseph Morgenstern, and joining us today at the breakfast table is a gentleman who is no stranger to the art of mixing wheat, oats, or corn with milk or milk substitutions. Ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about the Mark Bagnell. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Joseph. Uh, that's that's great. Um, so since you're here, uh, we have the pleasure of having you on the show as our second ever guest host. Uh, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, but more specifically, what's your relationship with cereal? Well, uh, in the past few years, I've actually fallen off eating uh, eating lots of cereal myself. But um, in my earlier years, uh, elementary school, um, every morning, maybe twice every morning, I'd eat bowls and bowls of Rice Krispies. Um, uh, that's partially why I decided to do this episode with you. Um, and for those of you who haven't seen the title already, uh, the topic for this episode is exploring Rice Krispies, uh, for the particular reason why we invited Mark on the show today. Yeah, that's right. Uh, not much else to say about myself. Uh, I'm just a regular guy, a regular cereal lover, have, have bowls at nice, night most, mostly. And right. I, I assume you want to thank me for letting you on the show. Yes, yes, thank, as thank you common for letting courtesy me on your for a show. podcast. All right, that's great. Uh, so you know a little bit about Mark. Um, I'm sure some of his fans are on here uh, listening to us just because of this. So uh, shout out to Mark's fans. Um, so now that you know about our guest host, you know we're talking about Rice Krispies. Um, I have a quick announcement to make, and that is something I'm very excited to tell you, and that is that The Morning Bowl is now on Apple Podcasts. Um, so if you want to access the episodes as soon as possible, uh, you can always access them on SoundCloud. However, um, within a day or so of them being up on SoundCloud, they should update to Apple Podcasts. Uh, so that's great. Uh, if you want to access them, there should be a link in the description of the SoundCloud file, as well as a link in our Instagram bio at the, the dot morning dot bowl. Um, and, uh, one more thing before we start the podcast, um, apologies for any background noise. There's a dog freaking out downstairs in my house. If you hear it, disregard it or pretend it's purposeful background audio. Um, and now to get into uh, everybody's second favorite portion of the show, and that is the briefing. Uh, so, uh, Mark, why don't you start us off by telling us a little bit about uh, Rice, Rice Krispies. Krispies? Yeah. All right. So, uh, Rice Krispies, just as last episode, are a cereal uh, made and sold by Kellogg's cereal. Uh, they were released in 1928. Uh, they're made of crisp rice, believe it or not. Uh, that's where rice and sugar paste forms into rice shaped. Uh, they can be cooked, dried, or toasted uh, to, f to get the proper shape. The and a uh, fun fact, uh, these shapes can also be referred to as, uh, air quotes here, berries, um, due to their uh, somewhat berry-like shape. That's right. And in fact, uh, speaking of other names, uh, in Australia and New Zealand, they're actually referred to as rice bubbles instead of rice krispies. Uh, right here, we actually have an image of a rice bubbles box um with our, our friends snap crackle and pop on it um it looks uh as you'd expect a rice krispies box to look except uh made by the devil yeah and uh by the devil i mean australia and new zealand might um should not say bubbles on that box that's that's true and also can i just point out um so sorry what do our little friendly little elf brothers look like on here um hell spawns yeah not good uh i'm sorry australia and new zealand um but if you live there I'm sorry, uh, you're, you're eating bad cereal. 
All right. Um, yeah, to continue on, where were we? Um, you're here? Yeah. Uh, so, when uh, Rice Krispies are uh, very famous for the fact that when milk is added to the cereal, um, these thin uh, puffed rice uh, paste walls collapse, creating the famous snap, crackle, and pop sounds um, that has been sort of the basis for Rice Krispies' marketing campaign uh, since they were founded in 1928. Um, these treats are available in flavors such as original, cocoa, vanilla, brown rice, and the discontinued treats flavor. Not to be confused with the Rice Krispies squares, the Rice Krispies treats flavor um, was a flavor of Rice Krispies available for a limited time that included different shapes. Um, needless, now, sorry. Now, uh, to be clear, Joseph, you actually missed the uh, festive tradition of uh, Christmas, Rice Krispies. Oh, Rice Krispies. oh of course, yes. Um, and if you just heard the sound of a door opening, that is because the dog has entered the booth. Um... Say hello to the dog. The dog's name is Webster. Um, all right. So uh, with that little distraction out of the way, uh, Mark, if you want to stop him from knocking over the cereal bowls. I got that right under control. Um, let's see what noise control can do about his panting. Uh, please don't knock over the milk. All right. Um, so s- uh, we actually have three of these flavors here today, and those three flavors are Rice Krispies Original, Rice Krispies Brown Rice, and Rice Krispies Vanilla. Um, the three flavors that could fit into the show's budget, um, and we also think they were the three sort of highlight flavors of Rice Krispies. Thank you, Webster, um, for that shriek of disapproval. Um, he's a fan of Cocoa Rice Krispies, although they will kill him. No one should be a fan of Cocoa Rice Krispies. That's why we do not have them on the show today. Uh, the the uh, Sorry if this is too uh, abrupt, but the only uh, cereal we have today that we'll be reviewing are original brown rice and vanilla i i did already say that mark we the reason we do not have cocoa rice krispies is because a they're the hardest rice krispie to find amen yeah for good reason oh good reason they uh, they just it's not worth reviewing them they not a good cereal exactly you want to you want to you want to hear what uh chocolate rice krispies are like just look up a video on youtube of someone saying wow this is really bad and not as good as the other versions um, so, I don't know, you can insert a joke about your favorite, uh, or least favorite popular culture film in there if you want to be more funny. All right, um, Rice Krispies, you must also know, are popularly used to bake snacks like Rice Krispie squares, um, with moderations, you know, you can, um, modulations, sorry, you can create Rice Krispie squares with, uh, M&Ms in them, Rice Krispie squares with a chocolate swirl, um, so much so, uh, these are popular that actually... Uh, Google search for Rice Krispies will actually um, turn out a result for Rice Krispies squares before uh, the Rice Krispies cereal. For those of you who don't know, at home, Rice Krispies squares are a treat made using Rice Krispies as well as a honey and marshmallow sort of um, batter uh, that's mixed together and formed into squares. Of course, I'm not an expert on uh, on baked treats. I'm an expert on cereal. So we will not be talking about those today. Now, it is worth uh, noting the social benefits of having a Rice Krispie treat. Everyone remembers the kid who always had a, ri- a plastic-wrapped Rice Krispie treat in their lunchbox in grade two. We won't be talking about treats, just putting that out there. We do not talk about treats on this podcast. If you have a suggestion for us to talk about a treat, you can put it in the trash. All right, um, and now a regular box of Rice Krispies um, for uh, 765 grams will go for about $10, actually, although they usually aren't sold in boxes of that size. Um, they're usually sold in, uh, 440 grams or 340 grams or 395 grams, um, which, um, also means that 
100 grams of Rice Krispies um, costs uh, $1.32. Um, and this is, of course, according to law of laws, not according to any math done to that $10 number. So I don't know where that comes from. Uh, you can ask Bob Law of Law. Um, all right. Now, on to the second section of the briefing, which is marketing. Uh, now, the first part of marketing I'd like to bring up before we get into their uh, lovely little mascots um, is actually in 1963, uh, the band The Rolling Stones recorded a short song for Rice Krispies um, to serve as a television advertisement. The song ran for about um, 20 seconds, and I think under fair use, we should be able to play it on the show today and uh, give it a little listen. Um, so let's, let's, let's take a look. See what it's like. Yeah, it's pulling it up right now. These are the types of things we prepare uh, for the podcast. Well, that's because I need multiple links, Mark. Um, all right, uh, so, sorry. Um, the song is called, this is the wrong thing. I clicked the wrong link. That's what it's called. Uh, it's okay. This is, a, this is a fun, this is labeled under comedy, actually. Um, the song is called Rice Krispies by the Rolling Stones. Take a listen right now. Wake up in the morning, there's a snap around the face. Wake up in the morning, there's a crackle in your face. Wake up in the morning, there's a pop that really says rice krispies to you. And you, and you, for on the milk and listen to the sound that says it's nice. For on the milk and listen to the crackle of that rice. Get up in the morning to the pop that says it's rice. Hear them talking crisp. Rice Krispies. All right, there you have it. Um, first thing I'd like to say is I think that was um, that was our parents' generation of the uh, Reese's Puffs rap. I actually thank you for bringing that up. That's hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah, um, honestly, still don't think they compare. Reese's Puffs kid, you're a legend. Um, that was a great song. Uh, thank you so much to the Stones for producing that um, wonderful track. Um, I do think it might have been a little bit uh, controversial, uh, maybe a bit raucous. For the the older audiences of Rice Krispies back in the day, but um, it certainly uh, it certainly lived up to its uh, its hype. Now, if I can just put my two cents in before we get into the meat of the marketing, um, I've actually as a as a uh, a fan of Rice Krispies for the years of my life, uh, I've never actually really been behind the snap crackle pop orientation of the treat. Now that being said, there's not much else to market them on. But mm-hmm. I've just never. They make. You never got it. I, I never it got isn't. it. Yeah. Well, let let's see. Um, see if it makes any sense to you right now. Um. So as we've already brought up, uh, the Rice Krispies is famous for their three elf mascots. Uh, they are presumed to be brothers, although this is never officially stated. Um, Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Um, as you can see, are displayed on all of our boxes. Um, see what do they look like. Snap, um, who is described by corporate material to be the oldest of the three and is known as a problem solver, seems to be wearing a sort of traditional chef's garb. Um, and the uh, and Crackle, um, who is described to be the um, the unsure middle child, is known as the the jokester, uh, the funny one. And uh, finally, Pop um, is known as the mischievous youngster and the center of attention. Uh, now, to be to be clear, uh, since many many of you listeners at home might not might not quite understand, uh, might not know them by name, uh, Snap is the one in the white hat with the red hair, uh, purple bandana. Uh, Crackle is the one with the long striped, um, I want to say gnome hat, for lack of a better word. I call it like a really exaggerated toque. 
Yeah. Like what Americans think Canadians wear. He's 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 the blonde one in the middle, blue shirt. Uh and um Pop, he is actually dressed like I've always thought uh someone in a marching band. Ah uh, yeah, I, that's um that is how he's described. Um yeah, I so yes, there's there's your little visual description. However, um they have changed in look quite a bit over the years. Um actually in old marketing and promotional material from around in the 60s. Um, you can see they're drawn somewhat similar to like uh, the Flintstones. They uh, they look like they could be described to be around in their 60s almost. Um, they look like older gentlemen, although over the years they have been sort of reformatted to look younger and hipper and cooler for kids. Although I don't know how cool you can be while you're wearing a um, a big long sock on your head. Um, yeah, they were they they also had a certain phase which we have an image of here that we're taking a look at. Uh, they sort of. They were they were taller. They looked kind of like um, a bit anime-ish. Um, but now they've sort of rested on this sort of uh, very cartoony, very kid-friendly sort of youngsterish style. Um, they were debuted in 1933. Although to clarify, this means that Snap, for some reason, was actually debuted in 1933 earlier than the other two, who were about a year later added in. I don't know what that meant. I didn't know whether their marketing was originally just Snap. Um, because that could be the marketing for like pretzels. You know, you break them in half, they snap. That's lame. I'm glad they added in the other two. Amen. Um, the the characters were actually inspired by a radio ad, um, which went a little something like this. <clears throat> Listen to the fairy song of health. The merry chorus sung by Kellogg's Rice Krispies as they merrily snap, crackle, and pop in a bowl of milk. If you've never heard food talking, now is your chance. That was beautiful, Joseph. Thank, Thank you. you. I, I think everyone at home should uh, give you a, round, a small round of applause. Some maybe some snapping. I yeah. think I, I aspire to be a slam poet. Appropriate for this episode. Oh yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Snap, crackle, and pop. Uh, one more fun fact. Uh, they have many different international names, seeing as their names are onomatopoeia for the sounds that, um, that the cereal makes. So, for example, in Denmark, they are called peef, puff, poof. In Finland, they're called ricks, racks, pocks. In uh, French-speaking countries like France or Quebec here in Canada, they're referred to as crick, crack, croc. Uh, in Germany, they are uh, nisper, nasper, and nusper. In uh, Italy, uh, your hometown, <laughs> uh, they are uh, pif, paf, pof, similar to Denmark's pif, paf, puff, but not the same. Um, and <laughs> in Switzerland, they are... Um, Pif, paf, pof. Whereas again in Italy, they are pif, pof, paf. Very important distinction. Mm. Uh, uh, South Africa, uh, nap, netter, nak. In Afrikaans, of course, since South Africa is an English-speaking country. Uh, in Mexico, uh, pim, pum, pam. Um, and Japan, the last one, uh, pichi, pachi, puchi. Which sounds like the kind of thing you would say to a baby while squeezing its cheeks. And uh, just like to uh, put this out there. Um, Crick, crack, crock, my opinion, is the most accurate uh, onomatopoeia. For I can just noises. picture it. Like, when you said that, I was like, wait a minute, is somebody already pouring milk into the Rice Krispies? Mark, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, it's not that time for the show yet. Yeah, that's true. Although, that is coming up uh, right after health information. Everybody's probably least favorite portion of the show. All right. Um, so to start, we're just going to talk about the base Rice Krispies, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the differentiation of the other kinds of Rice Krispies that we have here today so uh mark why don't you start us off by telling us about the health of those 
All right. So, um, you know, uh, in a one cup serving size, uh, of course, inferring that you have half a cup of 1% milk, which is what we do here on the show, uh, there are 160 calories, zero grams of fat, zero milligrams of cholesterol, 140 milligrams of sodium, two, uh, 25 milligrams of potassium, 25 grams of car- carbohydrates, um, zero grams of fiber, three grams of sugar, two grams of protein, and they are high in thiamine. Uh, so yeah, looking at that, uh, especially compared to the other two cereals which we have, which were our we uh, the verdict was that were quite healthy cereals. Um, Rice Krispies, um, while not having a ton of actual nutritional content to them, are fairly healthy, seeing as they have zero uh, grams of fat, zero cholesterol. They have fairly low sodium, um, and they uh, they they have a they have a little bit of protein, not a ton of sugar, although no fiber in them, and they're high in thiamine, whatever that is. Frankly, I'd say that. They're basically just nothing. Like it's just sort of like eating. Well, TV it's mostly static. it's mostly air. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the thing. But I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that's an insult. Certainly isn't. I love me a bowl of air. I mean, if without air, where would we be, right? Yeah. I think that's um, that's a Doobie Brothers song. Without air, down, 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 da da. Where would you be now? I feel like I'm my dad. Uh, all right. Uh, so now we're on to the discussion period of the episode where we're going to try each cereal and give them a little bit of a scoresy. Um, so, Mark, do you want to clear these papers off of the table? Uh, we will set up the first cereal bowls. Uh, now, um, just another little bit of tidbit uh, 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 on the end of the health section. Um, it's we, we haven't done the proper research on these uh, different kinds, but uh, it, it, it's to be inferred that vanilla flavor, since it has extra flavoring, has more sugar. And the uh, whole grain brown rice has actually a higher fiber uh, count than um, its, its non-brown counterpart. Just, uh, you know, the more you know. The more you know indeed, which will be necessary knowledge for the brief uh, health scoring portion of the episode. Um, as... As our co-host Mark was talking, I had poured up both bowls of cereal um, of our first cereal for today, which is the plain original Rice Krispies. Um, I'm not hearing a lot of snap crackling popping right now. Maybe I'm wearing I, I'm wearing headphones. I I can hear a little bit. It's uh, fairly silent though. This is a little bit disappointing. I don't know whether is it it's because it's a new box or what. Well, this is actually on the lines of what I was saying earlier about how I never really got it. I, for the for, I never listened close enough to actually hear the uh, the noise that they huh. made. But you know, if you do put your ear up to the bowl, which I know is something um, you you're, you're not a fan of, Mister um, Audio Phobia, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, but uh, let's see if you you listeners on the other side, tell us if you hear anything. You might not. Not the best microphone. But it's there. It's it's sort of like putting your ear up to a conch shell almost, except instead of hearing the ocean, you hear the sounds of cereal. So without further ado, let's give it a taste. Let's dig in. Oh my god. It has been too long since I've had this. Oh. I've got some good things to say about these. That is a good bowl. A very good morning bowl amen although 
let's just I'm gonna shatter the illusion for a second here. Uh, we're recording this at nine p.m. Um, Currently nine eighteen p.m. Thank you, uh, Mark. Uh, so first thing I want to say is mm. here's a big differentiation, especially between this and the serial we reviewed last time. Which, if you don't remember, our flakes, please go check out that episode if you haven't yet seen it. It's on our SoundCloud. It's on our Apple Music, um, Apple Podcasts. Uh, the size, like a flake, uh, as we talked about last episode, they have a lot of surface area, right? But this is a vastly different experience because these are sort of modeled almost after grains of rice, right? So you're getting tons of little pieces here. Um, I really like that, uh, especially because I think it, it gives, for one thing, to consistency, right? Like if you're eating a cereal with really big pieces, um, you know, let's imagine just for the sake of making this point, let's exaggerate it a lot. Imagine you were eating a cereal with pieces as big as um, as big as Oreo cookies. You put your spoon in the bowl. Either you're gonna get a piece of cereal, or you're not gonna get a piece of cereal, right? But with this, um, we we take it down to the other end of the spectrum. The cereal's very small. You're always going to get um, a a good ratio of cereal to milk because of the size of the cereal. If that makes any sense. So I really like that. But also, just in terms of um, the mouthfeel of the bowl, um, I think it feels great. Uh, so it scores definitely scores points for practicality and texture for me there. Well, for me, Joseph, um, I, I, like I, I, if you hadn't caught on, these, this is my favorite kind of cereal. Um, and I, frankly, what I like about it is not so much in the taste. It's, it's because it tastes like nothing. And... I know I said what I like about it is not in the taste, but this is something I like about it because I despise milk taste after my cereal. I do not like it one bit. Huh. I what, it, is when the cereal flavors the milk. Mm-hmm. It, it just it just hot take. It just tastes bad to me. Um, tastes unclean. Mm. Anyways, so having a nice clear milk taste, nice cold milk taste in your mouth. Well, as I move on to the um, texture. Uh, it, it, it fills your mouth, but it's not just soggy because as the milk goes in, it fills up from the bottom. So you're left with a dry layer on top and it really adds to the, um, dimension of the, uh, of the spoonful. Mm. Uh, that, that's, that's a good point. I would say though, similarly, I feel like they do, you got to eat them pretty quickly because as far as I'm concerned, you're eating Rice Krispies. If you let them get too soggy, you're losing that puffy puffiness right mm -hmm. like even once the wet ones you still want them to have a little bit of size to them right you let them get too soggy since they're so small it's almost like you're just eating a bowl of milk at that point mm -hmm. so i will say that is a practicality demerit for me me too um in terms of taste obviously these ones aren't going to be vastly interesting in taste but maybe they could still win because maybe maybe the plain taste is better than the overpowering vanilla I'm going to briefly bring attention back to the boxes. Um, if you look on your cereal box at home, each different kind of Rice Krispies seems to think that it makes them look better if they put fruit in the cereal on, on the cover. Please do not put fruit in your cereal. Um, I, well, except raisins, as I said in the last episode. That's I'm true. fine with that. I don't think anybody does it. And if you do it, I mean, good for you. Um... If we have any listeners who put fruit in their cereal, I, I'm glad you're personalizing your cereal, making your own choices. It doesn't do it for me. For me, I think putting fruit in your cereal is just... its I mean, what's the difference from just dunking some fruit in milk and eating it? Nobody would do that, 
right? Mm-hmm. I think people have been conditioned by cereal boxes to think that it is something good to do when really nobody wants to eat soggy milk covered fruit. Just make a smoothie. Uh, frankly, I think it's they're trying to make it look healthier. Mm. But I'm I'm going the other way on this one, and I've tried putting marshmallows in Rice Krispies. <laughs> it's surprisingly good. The 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 chewy mixed with the uh, mm. two different consistencies of crispy. It's frankly, I think it's very rewarding for the uh, for the um, for the critic. For the yeah, for the cereal eater. The cereal um, eater. Brief heads up: we've been joined by the dog again. Buster's back. He's viciously licking Mark. Um, what was I going to say? So, well, that makes sense, right? Because Rice Krispie squares, what are they? They're like Rice Krispie and marshmallow. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, of course, it makes perfect sense that marshmallows would work with Rice Krispies. Obviously, it's taken off health points, but Rice Krispies. They got no fat, right? Barely any sugar. Why not add some marshmallows? Have a little fun, right? You only live once, I think. Um, I'm not religious. Uh, so that that's a good idea. Yeah, I support that. But um, drawing attention away from the boxes and back to the actual cereal, I think it's time we can start scoring now because I think we've talked about a little bit of everything. Yes, we've gone on for a little bit. Then we can, we can move on to some other cereals, uh, some other flavors. Uh, so, Mark, uh, let me ask you... Um, You've spoken about how you enjoy the um, the lack general lack of flavor. You can close the door there. Um, what what would you score this uh, this one out of taste um, out of five for taste? Well, taste, I'd say. Now I love the taste of a clear cold cereal mm. because there's nothing you can just focus on the texture. That's my favorite part of cereal. That being said, I don't think you can give something a five or even or even maybe like a, a four point five or four point two five. For uh, just not having any taste. So I'm going to give it a 3.5 for taste. Now, that doesn't mean I dislike it. Keep in mind, 3 is the middle ground. So just putting it out there. 3.5. Good to hear. Um, Yeah, that was a very articulate response. I got to say, I think I agree with everything you said there. I think one does have to, as as a reviewer, as a critic, one does have to be mindful of the fact that when you're eating, when you're eating and reviewing a food, a food genre, that generally does not have such a vibrant taste, unless you're going for the really sugary ones. You have to be able to taste, even when some might say there's not a taste. So for me to talk about the taste that I think is there in Rice Krispie cereal, I like it. I think there's certain sort of uh, sort of tasteless things that are tasteless in a bad way. I think Rice Krispies are tasteless in a good way, same as maybe actual rice is. Actual rice doesn't taste too strongly, right? It's usually used with some kind of sauce, but people still like the way it tastes. I think Rice Krispies holds up that reputation very nicely, although to agree with Mark, I think that um, if there's too much of a taste, you're taking away from the texture, and I think it's just compensating, right? And cereal, as I've said before on the show, should be about texture. Mm. Um, I'm actually going to side with you here. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Next, let's move on to texture. Um, this is going to be the rating for all three bowls of cereal, of course, because, or at least so far as I think, because I think they're all going to be the same, so, unless we have to make any last-minute changes. Um, but Mark, what do you think about the texture of Rice Krispies? Well, um, frankly, I'm just going to say right now, uh, five out of five. Five out of five? Wow. Okay. They, we've got, we've got another extremist on the show. Yes, I love me some Krispies. Now, let me, let me elaborate on that. As I said earlier... The, the way the bowl fills with milk allows for dry pieces to be left out, and it's not just a few pieces. 
it's a, a layer of topsoil, uh, as if you want to call it that, um, of, of dry that really brings things together, adds an extra crunch while you still get a full mouth of cereal. Uh, I'd say the soggy after the, in the after comes more into a practicality yeah, matter. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Uh, so texture, five out of five for me. I love I love just the, the, the feeling you can feel. Each individual uh, piece, little rice crisplet. And uh, yeah, so five out of five. Five out of five for Mark. Now, I got to stop and think here. Um, you got to compare, right? Because I love cereal so much, I can't just think of it as its own thing. I have to compare it to other cereals. Excuse me. And when comparing... The texture of Rice Krispies to other cereals. It I honestly find it hard to really definitively say there's any other texture of cereal I really prefer. I've told you before I'm a big fan of flakes, but I've been having a lot of flakes recently. Um, you know, I'm really refreshed by this sort of um, this new kind of cereal I haven't had in months. Um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite texture um, because I, I I don't feel. I, I'm not leaping for joy after a bowl, but I am close. I was I really enjoyed the feeling of that bowl in my mouth. Uh, I really enjoyed being able to really get a mouthful of those small pieces. Um, I think the size is a really great thing for them. It does really great things for them there. I'm going to give it a 4.5 because I agree with Mark, but I don't feel as strongly about the texture. All right. Um, next, why don't we segue right into practicality, which we were already sort of talking about. Uh, yeah, this is frankly a pretty... A pretty easy one for both of us, I'd say. I uh, can't speak for you, obviously, but for me, they're they're more of a instant instant gratitude type of thing. Mm. If you leave it for too long, if you go get more milk or something, if you ran out of milk after pouring your bowl, it's it's not going to be pretty. That's um, just what I was saying. Yeah. The only the only possible saving grace are the pieces that stick to the side of the bowl. After oh. those are always fun to uh, scoop up and and eat. Pro tip, if you're pouring Rice Krispies, maybe allow some to stick to the side of the bowl mm-hmm. as a little uh, little treat for the end. Yes, uh, but practicality, I'd say... Now, obviously, they're not impossible to eat through and through, so I'd say probably a 2 out of 5 for practicality for me. A 2 out of 5. Um, now, I would actually like to take this moment um, as a PSA to all of our maybe less experienced cereal viewers. Um, and as Mark brought up, Rice Krispies, as well as many other cereals, have this issue... Where they have um, they have a lifespan once you've poured milk into the bowl, um, they lose they significantly decrease in quality in some field or another um, when you let them sit in milk. Um, so I would like to take this moment to make an announcement and tell all of you viewers, encourage all of you viewers strongly to check your milk bags, your milk bottles, your milk cartons to make sure you have enough milk to pour a full bowl before pouring milk into your cereal. Because the worst thing that can happen is for you to pour some milk into your cereal, realize there's not enough milk, go downstairs to look for milk, or run to the store to look for milk, and come back to a ruined bowl. Now, I'd just like to uh, add one more thing. Um, I used to eat... I have a confession. I used to eat Rice Krispies with no milk. I know, it's weird. With no milk! I As a kid, as a kid, now I grew out of it, but as a kid... I, I did not like having milk in my cereal. I I just I, I would drink milk on the side. I'd make it in my mouth, as Joseph and I realized we both did uh, convergently. It's called yeah, mouth meals. You, mouth you meals. cook the meal in your mouth. It's yes. pretty cool. Uh, and that, I'd say, 
also scores low practicality if you're choosing to eat it without milk like I did. Like uh, an idiot. I won't I won't give it I'm a sorry. score because we don't have a lot of room on our sheet. But um just just saying it dries out your mouth. It's really not worth it. Please eat cereal with milk. Don't don't be like Mark. Don't don't be like Mark. Save a life. Don't make the same mistake he did. What would you do if there was a child right in front of you who was eating cereal without milk? Give the kids some milk. All right, so uh, my score for practicality, I guess. You just gave it a 2 out of 5. I'm going to score Rice Krispies a 2 out of 5. I got to agree with you there. Mark, honestly, there's nothing differently, I would say. I think there's a reason we got you on. You are a Rice Krispies expert. You love the cereal, but you have some very, very apt things to say about their flaws. Now, noise level, which is the next category, is actually a great one for Rice Krispies. Because, um, actually, there's some, there's some pluses, maybe, to the noise that's sort of in their marketing, right? So, but also, of course, there is to take into account the noise level of the crunch. So, with those two factors uh, stated, Mark, what would you say you think about the noise level of Rice Krispies? Well, I'm certainly not one for eating sounds. I told Joseph before the show, it really bothers me. Um, but That's I'd... why I've been making sure to chew in his ear this whole time. <laughs> um, but... Noise level, I'd say it it's 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 you hear it, but you can always hear yourself eat. So it's not blocking your TV levels of noise, which honestly I'd say is sort of where I draw the line at a bad review. Mm -hmm. It's sort of a tough one for me since it's not really something I think about a lot when I'm eating cereal. But just as Joseph said, it's like sticking your ear up to a conch bowl. You stick your ear up to the bowl, conch conch shell. Sorry, not conch bowl. Con uh, you stick your ear up to the bowl. And you just hear the, the snap, crackle, pop. It's quiet, but it's it's serene. And I know noise level normally doesn't refer to the uh, noise that the cereal makes before you eat it. But frankly, I, I just give noise level a 3.5 out of 5. Um, just, you know, Middle it's slightly, slightly better than normal. Better. No better than other cereals. All right, a 3.5. Five for Mark. Now, although I found this bowl a little bit underwhelming in terms of um, actual snap, crackle, popping, uh, contrary to Mark, I am actually uh, I'm a big fan of uh, food ASMR, IRL food ASMR, um, and nothing makes me hungrier than uh, the sound of a crackling bowl of cereal. Not to give too much credit to the crack, of course, there's also snap and pop. Yeah. Um, so. When you've got a functional bowl of Rice Krispies, I think that's great. I think the noise is really good. I also have to say for the noise level of chewing them, although there certainly is noise, I think because of how much air there is, the noise is actually, um, you're getting quite a high, high, high pass noise, which usually doesn't interrupt watching TV, right? I mean, the only thing that such a high pitch is really going to block out is like, you know, you're watching SpongeBob and he's like, he's going, eh, or something. I wanted to do that on mic. That probably sounds horrible. I'm sorry, Tom Kenny. Anyway, I think uh, Rice Krispies noise level is actually pretty good. They have some pluses on their um, their snap, crackle, popping when they're functioning, and uh, they're not too bad in terms of the you know sound in your ears. I'm gonna give it a four point five. Wow. All right, let's tackle health for uh, for the first uh, for the first box we just had right now. Uh, Mark, do you want to start? Well, um, as said earlier, Rice Krispies are basically just little pockets of air. There's not much to them. Uh, 
take that as you will. Um, you know, it, it's not bad for you. It's slightly good for you. There's a bit of sugar in them, a bit of fiber, a bit of protein, thiamine, whatever that does. Of course, there's also milk, you have to remember. Mm. Milk is good for you regardless. So, you know, if you got kids out there, you're trying to get them to get, drink milk, get strong bones, get that protein from the milk, you know, maybe give them Rice Krispies. Here's a thought. Um, Rice Krispies, as we've said, they're, they're, their taste is okay. Their texture really brings them through. It makes it an enjoyable bowl. And I think that, without the need of copious amounts of sugar, <clears throat> Lucky Charms, uh, really allows kids to hot take. <laughs> allows kids to have have a, an enjoyable bowl of cereal in the morning, but also not have to buy something that is candy in your mouth. If there's one thing we respect on the show, it is not needing to jack up a cereal with sugar in order to make it taste good. I think the best cereals are the ones that don't need tons of sugar to taste good. Although, we will wait and see when we try vanilla next up. Uh, Mark, what would you like to rate this one out of five for health? Health, I'd give it a four. Uh, slightly slightly above, nor- uh, above average, just because of the uh, tasting good without sugar. Great. Um, all right, I'm going to rate it exactly middle of the road. Um, for the reason that I think it is exactly middle of the road. Um, as someone who likes to feel good about what they're eating, feeling like they're putting stuff into their body that's actually helping them in some way, right? You're, you know, you're getting your protein, uh, to help, you know, build up, build up those gains, get D's, um, getting vitamins. That's not really a plus on the Rice Krispies side, but also they've got no fat, right? You're eating a bowl of Rice Krispies every day. You know, you're not eating a Michael Phelps breakfast, but it's also not bad for you. So I'm giving it an exact middle-of-the-road 2.5 for health. Finally, for cost, um, to just shoot through this one quickly, we're not numbers guys, as I said. You, we want a serial economist on our show. We'd love to bring a serial economist onto our show. We're not numbers guys. Maybe you're a numbers guy. I'm not I'm a numbers not guy. A numbers I'm guy. a serial guy. <laughs> I'm a serial guy as well. I'm, I'm a, a Rice Krispies guy. Hell yeah. I'm sorry for our viewers at home who don't like the H word. H-E double hockey sticks. For cost... I don't love Rice Krispies in terms of cost. They're a bit expensive um, compared to the other cereals of yesterday. For what they are, especially. Yeah, since they are mostly air, I think they're exceeding the, the rule of threes for hiking up their prices, definitely. I think they're multiplying that by ten. I just hope they're um, the little the, the children who are working in their factories making uh, sculpting those little grains of rice are getting paid far more than... Uh, than what they usually are getting paid because of this. The ones working at the Cocoa Puff factory. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> so, for that, I'm going to give them a pretty low score for cost. I'm going to give them a 1.75. Mark? Um, I give them a 2, just because I value them slightly more than you do. That's fair. Yeah, you know, you like a cereal a lot, you're going to rate it higher for cost anyway. All right, we're going to take a short break. We're going to switch up some cereals, um, but we are going to be right back with Vanilla Flavor. Don't go away. All right, and we are back uh, from a short break where we have now set up the next cereal, which is Vanilla Rice Krispies, or um, as they're more literally called, Vanilla Flavor Rice Krispies. The uh, counterpart to Cocoa Rice Krispies, which we, as said before, do not have on the show. This is the flavor that we've decided to review today. It's the best flavor. Don't think there's much dispute about that. Awfully bold. Um... Sorry, hashtag 
another hot take, but uh, let's get right into it. Also, that was very shocking. I was shocked by the fact that you made that claim because I did not hear that um, off, off podcast, off air. All right. So uh, why don't we take a taste? Um, let's see how it tastes. Smooth. Mm. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. That was that's a good. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I, what did I say? Nothing is more magical than the first spoonful of Rice Krispies. Yeah. That's the problem. It's all downhill from there. Mm, but my God. I might have changed my mind a little bit today. You know, who decided to put milk into cereal and rice? Like, what did they do before that? Put water in? Probably put beer in. That's what they drank <laughs> for everything back in the day. Mm. You know, they couldn't drink milk safely. All right. Uh, some some hops. Um, man, okay. First thing I want to say right off the bat, I was worried these would be too sweet, right? They're not. It doesn't taste too sweet. It's not sickeningly sweet. I don't think anybody would describe these as sickeningly sweet. Um, even Mr. Bittersworth, um, who hates all kinds of sweets and candy because he's a dentist. Um, I think they get this really... Interesting vanilla flavor, really tastes like real vanilla bean, but doesn't taste ridiculously sugary. Um, it does have a little bit more sugar in it, but in terms of actual taste, I don't think it's too overpowering. I can still taste the regular Rice Krispies. I'm not distracted from the texture. I think that vanilla actually does them some good. What, what, what do you think? Well, it's quite interesting for me because as I'm eating them, it's all coming back to me now. This is my favorite kind of Rice Krispie. I'm going to say it right out. I, I, This is really the flavor of Rice Krispie that got me into Rice Krispies. I remember it very clearly. Everybody remembers the cereal that got you into mm. the cereal. Uh, it's it's a, it's a some some hotel. You know, they have the big glass jars with the, oh, with the yeah, spouts. Oh, yeah, and you pull the, yeah. Yep. You always, like, spill Fruit Loops all over the counter. Yep. I did that with vanilla Rice Krispies. Had myself a bowl, some orange juice and bacon. Amazing. It was amazing. I was in love. And frankly, that that's coming back to me now um, with a more uh, complex palate over the years. I, I can I can sort of say that I, I definitely like the taste better than original Rice Krispies. That being said, I, I, I have to disagree with you on the vanilla thing. It's sort of like a banana candy situation where it tastes it tastes like vanilla flavoring. It doesn't I wouldn't necessarily say it tastes like vanilla. It tastes good, and it's recognizable as vanilla, but it's not accurate. I, I would, in my opinion, it's not accurate to vanilla. And also, you have this great taste that's not too sweet, as you said, but it also takes away from the nice, clear feeling in your mouth. Well, yeah, I mean, what I would say is I think it depends on context. Mm. I think that's what it comes down to. I think you don't need it to be vanilla Rice Krispies, right? If you don't want that extra bit of sugar, you don't need it. You can, you know, why... Don't broke what ain't fixed. Let's don't 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 don't, fi- don't fix what ain't broke. Uh, don't fix what ain't broke because Rice Krispies they work. They don't need you know a lot more flavor. They're fine the way they are because they've got a great texture and the flavor that they do have, how small or big that is, is good. But that doesn't mean vanilla Rice Krispies aren't good. And I s- doesn't mean I still don't definitely recommend that if you haven't tried them to get some right now. Now, for score, I'd say 4.75 out of 5. Mm. I, I like it, 
just it still doesn't have that clear taste of normal Rice Krispies. All right, we've got a four point seven five out of five for Mark. Um, for me, wow, I really liked it. I didn't think I was gonna like it as much, so that's probably gonna make my score a little bit better. Um, I don't think it's perfect, but I think it's it's delicious still. Uh, so if I'm looking for that kind of thing, I think I'm gonna give it a four point five. So a little bit lower than Mark. Also, I'd like to add, um, the vanilla taste, it somehow doesn't interfere with the milk too much, in my opinion. But it also adds something to that terrible period after, after, right? Where it's just soggy little flakes floating around in the cereal, in, mm. the, in, the, in the cereal milk. That, I got you. Um, that makes sense. Uh, Alright, one more thing. Let's just quickly, quickly touch on health here. Uh, it's obvious it's a little bit less healthy, um, but, you know, other things make up for that, so it's not the end of the world. For health, I'm going to give Rice Krispies a 2. I mean, sorry, Vanilla Rice Krispies a 2. Mark? Um, I'd say, well, hold on a second, guys. I'm just going to go grab the box. He is grabbing the box. He is back with the box. Oh, for now, the box has been grabbed. Now, um, that's the French side. Now, they do have seven more grams of sugar. Um, not much else other than that. That's kind of it. High in thiamine still. So, if you if you're looking for if you got a thiamine deficit, just shuffle those Rice Krispies down your gullet. Whatever that is. Can I just say, since you just brought up the box, um, before you answer, I love the color palette of the box here. I think. Lots of cereals feel the need to um, to have these really brightly colored gradients in the background. Like the brown rice is this sort of popping yellowy gold. The regular Rice Krispies is this uh, very deep uh, deep blue. But these, uh, to sort of match the vanilla flavor, has th- have this very nice uh, cream color. Which, um, as well as matching the actual flavoring of the cereal, I think it's very quaint. I like, I like the look of this box. It matches my walls. Um, we don't actually have a score here for box design, but if we did, I would score this box very highly. So, getting back to the topic at hand, Mark, what would you score these for health? For health, I'd I'd say uh, three. They're they're a sugary cereal. They're not too sugary. Uh, I think even some non-sugar oriented cereals have more sugar than these do. Uh, nothing to back up that claim, just a speculation, just a guess. Um, so yeah, uh, three for me on health. All right. So that actually, that wraps up our, um, our vanilla rice krispies. And so actually, we're actually going to take a quick break from reviewing while Mark actually goes and gets the brown rice rice krispies set up while I actually read some of your questions, uh, for the question and answer portion on of the show. Um, so our first question today comes from a, a, a long-time listener, first-time caller, I'm just assuming, since we've never had questions before. Um, Oscar, Oscar Holland, asks, What's your opinion on putting sugar on blander cereals? Which is a very fitting uh, question, seeing as we did just try the sweetened version of a regular cereal. Um, what do I have to say about that? Uh, While well, Mark is getting the brown rice rice krispies and setting out the bowls instead of finishing his vanilla rice krispies. Um, man. Well, 
I never think it needs it personally. Um, as I said, I can appreciate a good plain tasting cereal, right? You're talking to a guy who loves bran flakes, who loves regular Rice Krispies. Um, I just like the taste of, uh, of cereal grains. I like the taste of corn. I like the taste of fiber. Um, when you toast that stuff, it just tastes good. It doesn't need tons of sugar. That is a big bowl you just poured, Mark. You can probably redistribute that. Thanks. Um, I don't think it needs it. Um, but if you think it needs it, I can also respect it. Again, as somebody who does also enjoy um, eating a sugary cereal, usually if I'm at a hotel or something, I'll, I'll get some Fruit Loops or some Frosted Flakes. Um, I think the sugary cereal is also very delicious in its own right. And I think you can recreate that feeling simply by putting sugar on bland cereal. The one thing I would disagree with here um, in this statement is the fact that really you are going to find a bland cereal. Because I think you really have to go looking at the bottom of the barrel to find cereal that is that lacking for taste that you really need sugar on it. But if you want to put it there, I still think it it makes for a good a good dish. Um, um, now, I'd like to add on the sugar front, I mentioned marshmallows earlier. That's a good way of, say you are lacking texture somehow as a cereal. That's a good way of bringing something new to the mix. Oh, yeah. Um, and still getting that sugary... Um, kickback or in the in the back of your mouth. Oh yeah. Now uh, we have the bran in front of us. Now Joseph, you're a bran man, as from last episode. Sorry, why why is this bran, Mark? Well, this is bran rice. Is it bran <laughs> rice or your bastard? It's bran rice. <laughs> bran rice, Lois. That's that's what I was definitely getting at. All right, I'm actually gonna lean over. I'm gonna steal your water and mm. take a sip from the other side. Clear the palate. Because I'm not gross to clear that vanilla taste that you from my mouth um the dog has entered again um uh, because i, I don't want to be eating cereal with um a, a plainer cereal with a sugary cereal, cereal taste still in my mouth that's going to take away from the taste so to cleanse my palate i suggest all viewers who are trying this at home do this as well i'll have a little sip <laughs> webster is licking my arm as joseph swishes water in his mouth Arguably the best part of the show. Mm. All right. Um, oh, and just so you know, we're going to be coming back briefly to the question portion once we have tried uh, tried the cereal. Um, all right. So let's let's start because we got ten minutes left, ladies and gentlemen. Ten minutes left in the episode. Mm. Give me a minute. Now, keep in mind hmm. these are whole grain brown rice, gluten free. Hmm. This is, if you took Rice Krispies and turned it into a millennial, mm. this is what it would be. And I have not eaten very many millennials <laughs> in my lifetime. Speak for yourself. <laughs> this is the best one I've ever tasted. I love it, um, actually. You're giving me a look there, but uh, I think these are better than the Vanilla Rice Krispies. I'm sorry, hot take. But I think in terms of adding flavor... This flavor is way richer and adds way more the flavor of the brown rice than the flavor that that vanilla is adding. Um, I think it takes a minute to process a mouthful. That's why I said wait a minute at the beginning. But I think these actually are my favorite out of the three for taste. Well, Joseph, we'd uh, definitely disagree on that one then because I think these are the worst of the three that we've had. 
We've been talking about how the texture of Rice Krispies has been consistently very good. The texture on these ones is softer and chewier. Mm. I'm not big on a chewy cereal. And the taste, I'd say, is just sort of a thicker, uh, thicker original. I, it's just not, not for me. I don't, I don't like it. It's not my thing. It's still Rice Krispies, still good, but leaves a weird aftertaste in my mouth, in my opinion. Uh, for rating, uh, out of taste, I'd probably give it a 2.5. After all, still Rice Krispies. I still love them, but I do not, do not like them. I'm playing the case here for Bren Rice Rice Krispies. This is my first time trying this cereal. Um, and I think they're absolutely delicious. Um, I'm going to say. Is it a five? It's a five. It's a five. This is my first five, um, uh, of the show, at least for taste. Um, it's my first five of the show for taste. And oh my God, did this shock me. I did not think something that had so many healthy words on it could taste so good, but Maybe I'm maybe I'm getting old. Maybe I'm getting up there in years. You know, you know, fifteen's coming up. Uh, but I like this. I, I like the taste of these brown rice, gluten free, whole grain uh, rice krispies. So I give them a five. And due to the fact that um, Marky did point out, and I agree that these are differently. This does have a different texture. I'm actually gonna add in. Um, I'm gonna add in another section for texture on here, so we can rate that again. And while, while I'm at it, while I'm playing the case for these brown rice, uh, gluten-free, whole grain rice crispies, I'm actually going to take um, 0.25 off of the texture for the original, make it 4.75, just so I can give this one a 5. Because I think that really, uh, that thick, delicious, um, that... I had to do that with my mouth, because no words cannot describe this. Um, really, really beats out the other you taste. Took that out of mine, Joseph. That's true. I did take that out of yours, Mark. That uh, was he's good trying point. To, he's trying to censor the media. All right. <laughs> Nevertheless, I give it a five out of five. Um, I'm sorry for taking this uh, free listeners at home who can't see because you're not looking at anything. This is a podcast. I accidentally took the point off of Mark's score instead of mine. Totally not on purpose. I think the thickness of the cereal actually saves it um it's a it's it's saving grace from from the from uh, the originals one stark flaw which is in practicality because of how quickly they get soggy and nothing right these ones even once they get soggy you're still really feeling that in your mouth because they taste denser because the brown rice is like thicker and chewier that's why for me it's a five out of five mark um just as you're saying that i'm starting to like these a little bit more it's more of a it's it's more of a, a drastic decrease in crunchiness as as time goes on rather than a sharp drop. Um I'd I'd give it these are tough for me cuz I like rice krispies and I can't give it a bad review because I do like it. But I'm going to give it a 2.5 out of 5 just because my favorite part of the Rice Krispie Bowl is, as you said earlier in the episode, that first bite where it's crunchy, it's soft, it's everything everything good about a bowl of cereal. All right, um, we're going to breeze through cost real quick, then we're going to take a break so we can calculate the scores, then read a couple more questions, um, just so we can fit this all within the one hour time limit. Um, so, uh, 
I said cost. I meant health. Um, we're going to breeze through health for a little bit. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, let me take a look at the box real quick. Joseph has grabbed the box. Joseph has taken the box, or the package, if you will, back to the desk. And would you look at that? They're healthy. They've got three grams of protein instead. Although, one more gram of fat. What? What? This is ridiculous. They should be more healthy. For that (laughs) reason, I decided to pour Rice Krispies all over the floor. (laughs) Um, And um, give them the same score. Because it sort of evens out there. Mark, what do you say? Um, I'd say, let me see the box again. I won't spell it. I'm going to need a vacuum. Um, Lycothymine. Still high in thymine. I have, have a pretty high iron uh, content, actually. Um, higher than the other ones, probably from it being whole grain brown rice. Um, more sodium. Uh... And um, I'd I'd frankly I'd give it two point five out of five. Two point five out of five. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna calculate the scores. We're gonna read some more questions. We're gonna wrap this up. We'll see you in a second. And we're back. Um, yeah, Mark, why don't you tell them what the scores are? All right. So for my scores, I gave sixty six percent to regular Rice Krispies, seventy five percent overall to uh, vanilla Rice Krispies, and sixty two percent to the brown rice, Rice Krispies. And my scores were 62%, 66%, and 73%. All right, um, you've heard our scores, although, of course, those aren't entirely representative of our thoughts. You've heard our thoughts throughout the episode, but now, to wrap it up, let's read a couple more questions. Uh, first, we've got a question from RPJ Wilson, who asks, has your favorite cereal changed through doing more research? Um, because of T dot dot dot. I don't know how to read the full question. Thank you, Instagram. Very helpful. What do I have to say about that? Um, interestingly enough, my favorite cereal as a youngin was Bran Flakes. Um, I remember I had a book where I actually wrote down that my favorite cereals were Hot Dog and Brain Flack or something. Um, and although I am certainly much more educated <laughs> on cereal than I was then, <laughs> I think my education on cereal just made me realize exactly why it was that I appreciated Bran Flakes, um, right? Because of developing the famous Morgenstern method of analyzing cereal in those six categories or five categories, I don't know. I'm not a mathematician, I'm a cereal reviewer. I've just realized even more why I like Bran Flakes. Um, Mark, do you have an answer to this? Uh, um, no, I've, I, I hate to say it, but I'm a specialist. I just know Rice Krispies. I haven't dabbled in much else, so... He has literally never eaten another food. Except for hot dog. Um, except for hot dog. <laughs> and finally, we've got one more question, and it's from uh, a William Duell on Instagram, who asks, definitive order to put milk and cereal in the bowl. And, well, William, it looks like you're just gonna have to wait till the episode when we specifically talk about that question. So and something special. Yep, something special, all dedicated to you, uh, Mr. Mr. William Duell on Instagram. Um, now you can hear outro music. That means it's the outro. Um, what do I have to tell you? Thank you very much for tuning in to this week's show. We were able to cover yet another one of the world's favorite cereals. Remember to follow us on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud to get quick and easy updates on our bi-weekly episodes. Uh, got a cereal suggestion for a future episode or want to question or comment and get featured in the audience participation portion of the show uh, that just happened right now? Leave a comment on either our SoundCloud or our Instagram at The Morning Bowl. Links in the description. 
And as always, have a wonderful day.